When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to System Mastery Sweater Weather, the cozy little podcast you remember from your warmest memories. That's right, the sort of podcast that, even though it's an audio medium, still features crackling CRT standard definition TV vibes with the tracking all messed up, like you recorded it over your dad's favorite Dolphins game. On today's inviting little episode, we discuss Cozy Town, an A Quiet Year style game in which players gather to make a little burg or hamlet and fill it up with adorable little folks and situations. And it's all very nice, and no one ever gets kicked in a mean way, and everyone gets laid. It's System Master. Back to System Mastery, Sweater Weather Edition, where we're both really nice and cozy and we talk in low tones. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see how long that lasts. Oh, about four or five seconds until <laughs> one of us says something that activates the other one's gear grind anger mechanisms. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Mm-hmm. Cannot wait. Yeah. Who's going to be the first one to lay a mine and who's going to be the first to step on that minefield? Mm. It's going to be me. I'll be the one who gets mad. Of course it will. <laughs> I've never been mad in my life. And you've never regretted anything. <laughs> I feel like you've never lived. <laughs> I've never lived. <laughs> You're a ghost. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm the neverborn. <laughs> I'm the never was. I'm the next enemy in Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> dude, that'd be a pretty good enemy. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I could have been a contender, except I never existed or had the potential to. Oh yeah. You're like, oh, we've got... The heartless and the nobodies and the never were. Yeah. And the uh there's at least two more. There's the unversed and the 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 fat little guys. <laughs> no. I'm already one of those. <laughs> You're quite big. No, that's true. I you am not to be a little one of, guy. Like, the, the boss of the fat little guys. <laughs> that's just Pete. <laughs> I just want to see you surrounded by tiny little dudes. Like... I just want to be in Pete's costume. Yeah, from without, Kingdom Hearts. I want that dick zipper. That, that zipper from stem to stern. Hell yeah, dude. That full body <laughs> zipper. No zipper has ever said you goof more than that <laughs> zipper does. Uh, Check out the zipper, goof. It goes all the way from my pubic hair to the top of my ass crack. That's the exact thing we needed for this. Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) Uh-huh. It's cozy sounding. It's so cozy. You know, that's like he's wearing cool pajamas that are perfect for the wintertime when you're all hanging out around (laughs) the fire. You know. And, and, you know, sometimes you need to get your entire taint out but not take your pants off. (laughs) Sometimes. Yeah. Look, sometimes you need to let the grundle breathe. You gotta get that full body zipper. You gotta wonder if Maleficent, who he is always hanging around with, is, like, aware of that. Like, if, if... you know, did, is she like, could you please get a pair of fishing waders that are also suspenders that don't have a big old dick zipper? And he's like, oh, can't do it. They don't make them. <laughs> they don't make them. She's like, I'm, I'm looking at them on Amazon right now. Nope. Not, not in my size. I don't believe you. <laughs> not ones that support a prosthetic leg like Pete has. A peg leg, Pete? Well, he's, 
Apparently, the official Disney thing with him is that even though uh, he's Pig Leg Pete, and that was his like, first name, yeah. they almost immediately started drawing him as just having regular legs, right? Like two legs. But Well, yeah, that's why his wife was Peg. Yeah, but they've maintained the canon that he does have one prosthetic leg. Huh. That's like a regular, that's like a part of the Pete canon. If you look him up on, on Disney wikis or whatever, they'll be like, yeah, one of his legs is artificial. It's just that he doesn't have a peg leg anymore because those are wildly out of fashion. It'd be really weird to see one on a, on a you're not going to see any professional like Paralympic racer or something like that with a peg leg nowadays. They're going to have those cool blade things. Hell yeah. Yeah. Although it'd be kind of fun to see Pete with one of those too. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Check out my sweet speeds, you goof. <laughs> So Cozy Town is the RPG that we read. Yeah, it's 44 pages long, and each page is half a page. I feel like we're okay to spend some time. <laughs> yeah, but I, I would like to at least assure our listeners that we will talk about it. Oh, that's fair. Even if we immediately digress now, I just want them to know <laughs> in the future, it is happening. We have not forgotten. <laughs> we both definitely read Cozy Town. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It was a good little read. Yeah. it's uh, It is an interesting cross-section of uh the quiet year and stardew valley slash uh it's more the other one the the animal crossing to animal me. crossing yeah well mostly because the game is like oh your town should be nice and cozy but also probably be a bunch of weird little anthro monsters yeah well i mean it does have a pretty strong argument for that where it's like create a non-human subset of little dudes that that live in your town because that's just more fun and easier to write about and cuter yeah well it's it's easier to be like, ah, you've got a bunch of like chubby little pigs that swim around all day, mm-hmm. and that's way more adorable than anything of going like, yeah, and then there are humans here, and humans are the fucking worst, but they're all real cozy here. No, that's fine. I'm, I'm combining the two in my mind. I'm like, all right, so you've got a pool, and you're a Findom person, so you've got this pool full of chubby little pay pigs that just swim around all day and give you, you money. chubby little piglet, come here. <laughs> that's right. Yes, buy me another toothbrush. <laughs> Mommy wants you to come over here and be a good little piglet. <laughs> See, we're playing in the full spirit of the game. <laughs> that's how you do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. We've got loving mothers and fun little piglets. It's all part of it. Yeah, everything's part of it. That was definitely written directly down into the game. <laughs> part of it uh-huh so uh i mean i actually haven't read a quiet year or played this star do valley that you're telling me about I, I don't know what that is you've played so much stardew valley i played harvest moon is that what you mean you haven't played harvest moon first of all i have played harvest moon second of all i have played stardew valley <laughs> a lot it was two truths and a lie except there's only one of each oh uh. here's another truth i've also played something called harvestella hmm. so hmm. i like I keep wanting to like farm games more than I do. Stardew Valley is the only one that ever got its hooks on me properly. Oh, yeah. The Stardew Valley really fucking got in there and was like, yeah, dude, there's a full-ass loop that happens here. Yeah. Where you keep doing the loop, but every time you do it, you're slightly more efficient. Well, it's still, it does this, it's very smart in its design where, where it basically says like, hey, in order to save this game, you have to go to sleep for the night. And hey, w- that's going to automatically wake you up in the morning. And who might be waiting on your porch right now? And Did you get any you mail? You just made so much money, you could probably go buy something with yeah. that. And once you go outside, you're probably going to see your crops, and you know you want to fix those crops. Yeah, that's that is the thing. Is Stardew Valley has an amazing loop, and is just like civilization levels of just one more turn. Yeah. So you're always like, well, I could stop playing, but 
I do need to finish this last patch, and mm-hmm. then I, I'll clear that up and plant what I'm going to plant, and then I'll be done. I'm only one day away from my machines kicking out thousands of diamonds. Yeah, I mean, once you get to the late game and you're just like, I have a warehouse and it churns out nothing but wine, and I am the just wine impresario of this valley. Yeah. <laughs> I like it when you hit the point where you're not even playing the game anymore, and you're just like, yeah, I have 5,000 of those crystal things. And all they do is every five days they kick up a diamond or a prismatic or whatever, and I sell that, and I'm just rich, and I don't even do anything anymore. <laughs> I just I just wander around town like a patrician and throw things in the path of the townsfolk. Just run around and be like, hey, here's a jar of mayonnaise. Why don't you go buy yourself something nice? <laughs> here's a diamond. They're all ideal in. <laughs> oh, you don't also... I, you, certainly you must have noticed by now my diamond crystarium thingies because I've lined every part of the map that people don't walk around on with them right here in town. Yeah, you just go to that, like, one homeless guy that lives in the mountains and you're like, here's 10,000 diamonds. Go buy yourself a new mountain. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever done that where you, like, look up the maps of the NPC pathing to, to figure out exactly where they never go and then just filled every other space with stuff? No, I can't say that I have. I have done that. <laughs> I've just been like... Yeah, the entire world is is uh, di- is barrels and diamonds and stuff. Everything I need to be machines. Except for these specific narrow little paths where the NPCs go. Because if they walk over a spot where you've built something, they'll delete it for you. Oh. But you can look up maps of everywhere they ever go. Uh-huh. So, anyway, that's just my dumb little story about that. But a, but a cozy town... Cozy town... Is a game. It's a game about making... Wait for it. A cozy town. Boy, does it ever lean into that. It is, I mean, top to bottom, they're like, look, this was made for a, like, one of those game jams where they're like, mm-hmm. hey, this is a cozy game jam. And they're like, yeah, that's the only thing this is about. When it gets into making the town and they're like, hey, we're going to keep reminding you every couple pages, don't, don't make anything fucked up. This is not about that. <laughs> like, if, if someone gets hurt, it should be in a silly comical way, and then they get to have... Like, fun times, at, like, in the bed at the hospital, and everyone visits them, and they're all very happy to have visitors. Yeah. Like, you don't worry about, like, ah, yes, and then so-and-so is going hungry this night. Well, the snake has not caught its prey, and <laughs> shall go hungry. <laughs> yeah, in fact, it specifically tells you to not create a town that features such things as inequality or lack. Oh, um, yeah. Because that's... And and there's even at the, at the there's an afterword by the author where they where they basically say it's it's an important exercise for them to to learn how to write in uh, worlds and so on that are not about lack or inequality or need or acquisition or yeah. combat or anything like that. Oh yeah, I mean this is a very good companion to the other one that we did in Monster Care Squad from this month of not only being games that aren't about combat but games that are like. We want to imagine worlds where there isn't a need for combat, where the world is a good place to be. Yeah. Like, you don't have to go, ah, oh, yeah, and I need to go out and be an adventurer because there's assholes that need their shit kicked in. You're like, no, dude, sometimes they're little pigs and they swim around in a pool and then they get mommy another <laughs> margarita and it's fine. <laughs> yeah, this game invites you to imagine all the people. Living for today. Huh. Yeah. Mm, I, expa- I wonder if you could. Can I expand on that? Or <laughs> Well, John, it'd be easy if you tried. <laughs> so, 
So it, anyway, it's got some very straightforward, very simple mechanics, mostly just drawing cards and then comparing them against charts to answer questions. So yeah, you will get uh, to play the game. You need a deck of cards. You take the jokers out and you split them into the suits mm-hmm. because you're going to play one year and each suit is one season in the year. Yes. So uh, you'll have those. You'll have one six-sided die, which is anytime your town is going to do like a fun festival, you get like a countdown to when that happens. Yes, so then that's what can, you use that for. Can spend their turns either ignoring the fun festival or getting ready. Yeah, you you can just say like, okay, well, how is the town preparing? Yeah, uh, and then you do have uh, some optional things. You've got the you know you can make an actual like. Get a piece of paper, do a map for your town, uh-huh. like draw the little places that things happen. And, you know, if you, you know, on your turn, like, oh, yeah, and there's like a fun little clay place that, you know, people go and make pottery at. You're like, OK, well, you can draw a little potter's wheel on there and just go. This is where the pottery class takes place in this town. And you've got all that. And then you also have some kind of tokens that you need you can use whatever yeah but there are cozy tokens yes there's cozy tokens and in an interesting uh kind of inversion of the usual token benny style economy of an rpg here you just take cozy tokens whenever you feel cozy yeah they're just in a pile on the table and you just reach out and take them yeah if someone does something or says something or introduces a fact about whatever and it just makes you feel good Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna take one of these and you can use them to like, oh, I'll introduce either like, oh, here's a new friend for our town or here's like a fun little event that's going on or whatever. But you can also just use it to be like, I'm going to say why I'm thankful for someone at the table. Yeah, you can like you can give them. them the token and go, hey, I'm really glad that you're here because you give great ideas and yeah. you make me feel very happy. Here's a token. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm really glad you're here because otherwise this place would smell good. And with you here, it smells like mushrooms and soup. Well, it's because I brought this mushroom soup. And I'm really thankful you brought this soup that no one wanted wanted or asked for. (laughs) Yeah, it was it was fine. No one needed to ask for it. I brought it freely for my (laughs) friends. Uh, I'm going to take a cozy token (laughs) because I want one. I'm getting token cozy. Yeah. So, so um, the the way you play is you start by saying things like what's going to be the name of the town, what are who are some people who live in the town, what is the general theming of it, and it's all very round robin. Uh, it does advise that if you're playing it for the first time, at least one person who has like read the game and knows the rules should referee and help guide the process, and they are also just playing along. But beyond that, once everyone knows how the game works, it's not a DM'd system. There are no. no adjudications that need to be made here. Yeah, every time someone has their turn, they just sort of get to decide whatever happens. And, you you know, you can throw it open to the table and be like, what do you guys think? How do you interpret whatever? But they have final say on whatever happens. And there is no, you know, like we were saying, there's no combat or anything. So it's not like you need someone to go like, oh, well, I'll be the bad guys, and you can be whoever. It's just, yeah, every turn you decide what the fuck happens in your little town. Yeah. Uh, But you start out, and you make decisions on, before you actually get to the seasons, you have to decide, all right, what kind of townsfolk do we have? Yeah, what are the folk? 
Are we are we the little pay pigs in the pool getting mommy a margarita? Uh-huh. Are we... Uh, credit cards at the ready? Are we a temple full of cats that just ah. keep knocking off things from shelves? The magical temple of the cats, you say? Uh-huh. I have a song about that. <laughs> I hope you do. I don't think I want to actually sing that. I haven't watched Charlie the Unicorn in a very long time. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very complex song. But yeah, they do generally go like, hey, maybe probably don't be humans. Because there is more ideological baggage with being a human than if you're like, I'm a magical little succulent plant and I walk around and I give people gifts. Mm -hmm. Here's a candy. That's fine. You're like, oh, sure. Obviously, the little succulent people are awesome, and they're they're fine. They're going to have no problems. I mean, what could you charge them with? Having a meal? A succulent Chinese meal? <laughs> that would be cannibalism. <laughs> if they ate a delicious meal of Chinese prepared aloe or something like that. Uh. Euphorbians. Um, so, uh, you then... yeah, if they're into each other, they're euphorbians. <laughs> Yay, euphorbian? <laughs> I keep ruining it. Let's play cozy. Hang on, let's do this. These Forbians. <laughs> yeah, you can make anybody as long as they're like, you know, little, little friendly and, and just they get, friendly they get little guys. Cute, cute little guys. Friendly, nice little guys. Yeah, you can make like some Italians. You know, they're just like <laughs> Yeah, we not humans, not but human, you can't no. make Italians. You can't make a group of <laughs> harmless, friendly little Italians. <laughs> Yep. You know, like some little New York-style Italians where they call their pasta sauce gravy. <laughs> What's cuter than that? <sighs> the look, all of them just want you to know that they are, in fact, walking here. They're walking here. They just wander around their town. Hi, I'm walking here. Hello, I'm walking here. I'm setting out... Hi, th- I'm walking here, too. I'm setting out this pizza for the turtles. Hey, what's a, what's the matter you? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> what's the matter you? Nothing's ever been the matter with any of us. Ah, oh, good. I just wanted to make sure. Okay, I'm walking here. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. How's your mother? <laughs> <laughs> then you pick some features for your town. You generally pick between about three and six, and it's just sort of the starting uh, areas in there. Throughout the questions, you'll add more stuff, you know, like the whole, like, pottery class, whatever. Yeah. But here you'd be like, oh, is there, you know, a magical cave somewhere where you can go and get, like, mystical crystals? Or Mm -hmm. is there just a candy store? Or is there... A uh, nice little meadow where the flowers sing. Yeah. Whatever or, the fuck. You know, like Luigi's, where they got the best croissants. That's or right. Biscotti, I, I, I suppose. Yeah. Those Italian croissants. <laughs> those Italian croissants. <laughs> those croissants, <laughs> as they say in Italy. It's fucking remind. I was watching, like, um, I, what was it? Eight out of ten cats. I was watching a James A. Caster, a set of James A. Caster clips, just because I like various British comedians, right? Uh-huh. And one of them was about paparazzi taking pictures of Prince William on some beach somewhere. And they're like, but it's not paparazzi. It was just regular people taking pictures on their phones. And so the guy who was hosting was like, we should call those peopleazzis. Because they're not paparazzis, they're peopleazzis. And in my head, I was like, I really want one of these comedians to say, but peopleazzis just sounds like Italian buildings you pee in. <laughs> like, the, like the plural of that. Like, I'm going to head down to the peopleazzi so I can urinate in a bunch of them. <laughs> Oh, I'm just going to go to one of them. The Pipalazzo. The Pipalazzo, exactly. <laughs> Which is also, you know, Paparazzo is one of them. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. So, obviously, the Pipalazzi is one of the places you could put into your cozy little village. Obviously. Yeah, it's a series of small, low, narrow buildings in which you may urinate. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Everyone here in the town loves pissing together. <laughs> They're all big fans of good urinating. 
they're, a healthy they're activity. All group pissers here you know, in our town. They stay hydrated, which means that there's a lot of this going on. There's a magical fountain in the middle of town that everyone drinks from, and it keeps them cozy and happy all year round. But man, do they gotta piss! <laughs> right there in the pig pool, <laughs> and the pigs love it. <laughs> Don't you, piglet? <laughs> uh, of course I do. Yes. May I see a, t- a touch of the of, of mistress's <laughs> leggings or whatever? You have not earned it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. Again, this is all very cozy and wholesome, right? <laughs> oh, I almost feel bad. You then pick uh, some friends of the town. Mm-hmm. Uh, two to three groups that are like either, you know, neighbors from like a neighboring village or something. Yeah. Or just standard groups that are like oh they show up from time to time so you know it might just be like wandering merchants or whatever it might be a carnival that comes through or it can be rabbits from the moon yeah yeah my friend joey who definitely is not an organized crime he just works in let's say construction materials he's uh imports exports import yeah let's just say imports exports no more questions that's fine that's joey no no problems (laughs) joey no nicknames Guy like that. That's fine. Yeah. So, so one of those. Well, yeah. Although the friends are more more than one person, a group yes, of people group of that people. would show up. Yeah. So let's just say uh, some sort of Joey and some guys. Some guys. <laughs> <laughs> Joey and some guys. <laughs> da, da. Uh, I don't want to say mafia, but uh, you know they're they're like uh, they're like family. They're some sort of family. <laughs> La cosa cute and com- cozy. <laughs> We'll call him La Cozy Nostra. Uh, La Cozy Brava. <laughs> there it is. La Cozy Brava. Again, super wholesome. <laughs> so wholesome. Uh-huh. God, this episode. <laughs> no, it's fine. Because uh, ultimately, I think we're both going to say this is a good game, and it's, oh, yeah. it's A-OK. If that, that's the part that matters. Not <laughs> the part where we repeatedly say you should use it to make a cute little mafia. <laughs> Just the most adorable little mafiosos. Yeah. Ugh. Mafia babies. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter, you? <laughs> God uh, damn it! <laughs> Every time you drag me into it. When the shop is laid on rent. <laughs> and they wish that you weren't there. Just head on in and bust some knees. <laughs> Next, you'll come up with some events that happen in your town. Yeah! Uh, you know, this is your standard, like... Oh, do you have a fun love day or a gift-giving day or the generic version of any standard holiday? Do you like to celebrate the ancestors? Huh? Mm-hmm. You got a, like a storm holiday? It's like the first rain of the year. Everybody gets just fucking naked and runs around town. We do a big old storm holiday every year where we discuss whether she's African or from New York or when she got time to train to be a pickpocket. or. Hey, what? that was when she was in Egypt. <laughs> she was in Egypt, New York, pickpocket. She was never from New York. I thought she was originally from New York. No, she's from Egypt. Oh, I thought, okay. She was on the streets, and the Shadow King sent her out to be a pickpocket when Xavier found her. he found her. But then there was something about how she's actually, like, an adopted transplant from New York. I thought that was, I'm I'm genuinely, this is not me trying to tie it into the Mafia (laughs) storyline. There was this thing I had, I swear to God, Storm was Italian. Yeah, that's her real name. Aurora Vincenzo. <laughs> oh, good lord. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, 
the game also has a couple optional things you can do for your town. So all the other ones are standard. You would definitely do that. Like, you're always going to have, you know, some of the town features and people that show up and events that happen. Mm-hmm. But the game also does have a few optional things that you could put in if you want a little more flavor before you start. Mm-hmm. So there's optional transportation. Mm-hmm. So you can be like, ah, everyone flies around on rainbow bumblebees. <laughs> I always feel like I'm making fun of it less when I when, every time I say things like they 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 float hither and thither on a breeze of ice cream smiles. I'm like, if I said they get everywhere in stolen cars, I would feel like less like I was making. Fun of it. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't sound authentic. Ah, uh, everyone in this town is in a Chevy Bel Air, <laughs> <laughs> the official car of the mafia. <laughs> and I was right. Storms from New York. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I knew that wasn't just rattling around in my head for no good reason. Not no good reason. <laughs> There's a great reason. Yeah. She is descended from a line of African tribal priestesses and queens and so on, but her father is an African American photojournalist and she was born in New York. Mm. Woo! Woo! <laughs> so. <laughs> also, you can have an optional. A uh, thing for some town spirits, if you want to be like, oh yeah, there's like a water dragon that shows up, or mm-hmm. there's a witch out in the woods who makes fun little potions for people, or yeah, whatever. But she's like a good witch. Yeah, it's all like it's good potions. I make a potion and it makes your feet fuzzy for the winter. Yeah, it gives you a nice pair of cozy slippers. Yeah, we're gonna fit you for a nice pair of cozy slippers. She's always saying, yeah, you're gonna be swimming with the fishes who are delightful. Yeah, you're not going to be sleeping with the fishes, no, though. Just, just swimming. swimming with them. You're be swimming with the fishes. I don't, have a, I don't have a potion for sleeping with fishes. That's <laughs> gross, and you're gross. How dare you? I do have a potion for sleeping with fishes, but it's too strong. It would kill you. <laughs> you need to find a witch who sells weaker potions. <laughs> but I'm going to be sleeping with the strongest fish, and I require the strongest <laughs> potions. Ah... <laughs> <laughs> You just keep trying to try and stay on it's, track there, buddy. Look, I appreciate any time we bring it back to the potion seller, because it's been a minute <laughs> since we've made a potion seller. <laughs> I do like the variation. That <laughs> we now know why he needs... He's not going into battle. Well, no, in a way. Not in, not in this. <laughs> in a way. In a way. Aren't we all going into battle he in our own way? Because these fish are from, like, Konos. And they're like Klingon fish that that you every time you ha- you sleep with these fish, it's also a fight. Yeah, yeah. You gotta punch this fish in the face if you want to get down and nasty. <laughs> <sighs> Guaranteed, genuine, original honky tonk style blowjob. <laughs> well, well, well. If it isn't the blowjob brothers, that's our that's our friends. They show up from time to time. Isn't that just us again? Isn't that just going to end up being the Isekai brothers? Let's be realistic. Anytime we say... Blowjob any- Movers Incorporated. <laughs> Literally, anytime you suggest a pair of brothers, it turns into the two of us doing the Jersey accent. <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyway. So, when you actually start playing, uh, you'll start in... Uh, like spring and then go through summer fall winter Mm -hmm. you'll do usually the game says uh every turn someone has will be like a week yes and 
if you want, after everyone has taken one turn, you can just move on and go, all right, season's done, we'll move on to the next one. But if you want to keep going in that same season, you can do another round. You do it in whatever system feels comfortable for the amount of time you plan to be playing the game. So, like, it's a game for between three and six players. Although there is, because it's a modern game, there is a section on solo play and how that could work. Like, how yeah. you could run it as a journaling-type exercise. Um, but that just means if you have six players, you're probably going to do six weeks in a season. If you have three, maybe you're still doing six, but everyone draws two cards. Whatever you feel like doing that's comfortable for you, and then you jump to the next season. Yeah, I mean, depending on if you want to be like, oh, we just want to speed through this and make a town real quick, yeah. and you've only got three people, then sure, you could do that. Yeah, you know, if you're in a hurry, like, don't be a hero. Make a town real fast. Like, if the building's on fire, you play one-week seasons, and you get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. You got a couple hours while this building is burning yeah. to do this. This is fine, you'll say. Yeah. Uh-huh. How cozy. A roaring fire, <laughs> you'll say. <laughs> Uh now, uh on your turn, as a player, you will draw a card from whatever seasonal deck you are in. So for uh spring, you will draw from the Hearts suit. Uh-huh. And then there is a full oracle for what the card you drew means. The ace through ten all have two different things that you can pick from, so it'll be like two different questions. It, one is, you know, more pertinent, something you want to answer than the other. But the Jack, Queen, King are always just one, and it's always someone that shows up. Yes, it's a, like a, a mysterious merchant has arrived selling exotic wares. There's a healer who shows up in town. How mm -hmm. do they help people? They don't. They won't sell us any of their potions. <laughs> well, they're too strong. That's how they're helping you. They are helping you. They're, they're keeping you from taking their too strong of potions that would kill you. Yeah. That's a would, type of help. It would kill a beast let alone a man yeah <laughs> then why do you make them <laughs> well i hate beasts well they uh, are you know what that makes sense they're made for the strongest yeah. and you are clearly of the weakest <laughs> <sighs> so you draw the card you look at the oracle whatever question it is for that and you will answer that question however you want mm -hmm. uh and then you also get to do one of three things you can either uh, take a feature of the town and say how it either grows or changes in some way. That's correct. Uh, you can say that a friend of your town visits for a little while. Mm -hmm. uh, or you can say that the town is preparing for one of the events. Yes. So you take, you know, one of the three things that you established earlier and you embellish on it. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you do the, uh, like the first two are pretty easy if, uh, you change or grow one of the features of the town, you just say what happens to it. You know, if you're like, oh, we have a cave with magical crystals, I'm going to say that a, like, cave new entrance opened up, and now it leads to another area that no one had seen before and brand new types of crystals with Ooh. brand new special powers. These ones get you high. These ones will fuck you up, man. <laughs> you ever tried to play with crystals, man? You know the street value of this crystal? Oh, jeez, it's pure crystal, man. Just some girl named Crystal. <laughs> Hi, hey. I'm pure crystal. <laughs> That's right, we did develop a town full of strippers. It's so cozy. <laughs> These cozy strippers. <laughs> uh, and once you've decided how to change that feature, everyone at the table can say, how the townsfolk react to this. Yes. 
Uh, if you do the friends come to visit, if you're like, yeah, the rabbits from the moon come down and they bring fucking moonshine with them, then uh, you can describe how the town becomes better for them visiting. Yeah. Uh, and you can, if it's appropriate, you can change something on the map. If you're like, oh, yeah, and then they like set up a little shop somewhere, you can put that on the map. But everyone else at the table describes one of the townsfolk who leaves for a while. So because some of these people came in, everyone else will describe like, oh, someone else goes on a trip. Yeah, and you go, you go over the why. You say, why does this person leave town? Why would it make sense for them to leave right now? Where what, are they going? What are they, they doing? What, what <laughs> Are they taking something with them? Are they going to go out to the Pine Barrens and uh, dispose of some unnecessary garbage? <laughs> That's right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, it just had some unnecessary garbage. I don't understand what you're reading into that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It was rolled up in a carpet they didn't want anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've never been suspicious of anything. <laughs> uh, uh, and then if you're preparing for the event, uh, like I had mentioned earlier, you will get your six-sided die out, and yeah. you'll just say, you know... From one to six weeks, how long is it going to take for the town to prepare for this event? So if you're like, oh, it's the Harvest Festival coming up. So we're going to start preparing for that. You you don't roll the die. You just set it to however long you think it'll take. Yeah. Which is good if you're like, oh, if we've only got three people playing, you wouldn't want to be like, oh, shit, I rolled a six. It's going to take like two full ass rounds before we get to this Harvest Festival. Yeah. I do think it's funny that you can set it to one, though, where you're just like, all right, I'm planning a festival, and your next turn has to be dealing with it, or else no one did. <laughs> well, the thing with, once you've started the prepare for an event, you have this little countdown timer, so every time it ticks down, whoever's turn it is can just go, yeah, and this is what we're doing. Yeah. So you're like, oh, yeah, uh, we're setting up for the Harvest Festival uh, this week. We set up a bunch of display boxes in town for all of our harvest goods to be shown off to the people. And that's what the prep was. Anyway, my week's done. Next week, harvest festival. <laughs> Next week, we harvest some festivals. Mm-hmm. Mm, good festival Big crop this year. festivals. Big hanging festivals. <laughs> gross, how dare you? <laughs> Nasty. I thought this was cozy and, and heartfelt. Th- so. Ew, gross. I'm going into the pool with the pigs. <laughs> <laughs> now those guys I can reason with. <laughs> Now, these are some guys I can understand. <laughs> so is this pool water or like like e-girl bathwater guys? <laughs> uh, once the countdown finishes, then everyone gets to describe like the event together. So it's not just whoever started the event or whoever's turn it is when the countdown ends. Uh-huh. Once it's done, everyone can go like, oh, and this is... Some fun little things that happened during the event. Oh, and there was a great little booth they set up where you could throw a fishing line over there and then someone hiding on the other side would hook bits of candy to your string no matter what. Except for there was one full fish back there and one person on Harvest Day got this hot, stinky fish because no one brought refrigeration. And also all the candy kind of smelled like fish too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And everyone loved it. It was Everybody so... loves it because here's the thing. It's a town full of cats, and they love stinky fish. Those cats just love stinky fish so much. <laughs> they they put the whole fish in their mouth, and they pull out the fish skeleton, and then they comb their hair with the fish skeleton. Because these are cool cats. Cool cats. <laughs> They're cool for cats. Uh-huh. Whole ca- whole town was just a cool junkyard <laughs> for these super cool cats. These cool cats. Yeah. These top cats. <laughs> I was thinking these of the other Heath one. Cliffs. <laughs> no, because I always forget his name, but there's the 
when when the Heathcliff had his own show, remember that the, the, the Heathcliff, Heathcliff, no one should or whatever that where he had like that song. Yeah, there was a sub cartoon in that, much like American Acres was the sub cartoon for Garfield, uh-huh. and it was about a group of cats that lived in a junkyard, uh-huh. and the main one wore like a white, big poofy hat and a scarf, and he was like a top cat derivative, but he was not a top cat. I think his name was like Riff Raff or something. Uh, Columbia. Ooh, Heathcliff and the Cadillac Cats. Cadillac Cats. There we go. Ah, oh, there we go. What was the main one's name, though? Oh, the hell if I know. I can't look it up. I'm too busy. I'm never going to close that page where I proved that Storm was from New York. That was too important to me. Was it, I don't know, was it Riff Raff? I think it was Riff Raff. That was the only name I could remember it's anyway. probably Riff Raff. Yeah. Nowadays, we all, all know Heathcliff only for the fact that the comic strip about Heathcliff has gone oh, absolutely bonkers. into Dadaism, and it's the best comic strip that's still, like, of all the legacy comic strips left, it is the best one. Yeah. Like, there are moments for some where you're like, ah, you're having fun with it. You know, like the guy who does uh, Family Circus. Yeah, yeah. Well, will still all, do some random shit. Yeah, it's like shit. his son now. Yeah, yes. he'll, he occasionally will do a bit. Or, uh, what, like, uh, a few of them, uh, I think, will also do things where they, they turn out they can, they're, they're competent comic book style artists, and they will occasionally do a panel or two in that style just for fun. Yeah. And sometimes you get a sluggo is lit. Yeah, although Sluggo, Nancy has kind of devolved into just wordplay gags. Sluggo is lit was an amazing thing. <laughs> I don't know if it had legs. And other ones, on the other hand, have gone completely downhill, like what, what Popeye has turned into in the past year or two, which is no one does any adventures anymore. They all, they, all the old characters, they brought back all these characters you haven't seen since 1932, but all they do is walk around in the town he's from and talk about their feelings. Ah. All of them, all the time. Huh? Um, but, you know, <clears throat> fucking Heathcliff has just gone completely insane. It's all just like, Everyone enjoys the garbage ape. Yeah. He really does enjoy meat on a Tuesday. You can tell because he's wearing a helmet that says meat on it. Yeah. God, the ham helmet in Heathcliff is one of the most ridiculous recurring bits in there where you're like, what? And then the when he wears a different helmet. Yeah. When it's not the ham helmet, because that one shows up a lot, but when he's just like wearing some white helmet and it just says like tank, you're like, what? <laughs> and he never uh, explains shit. It's always two some other bird is two, like two birds. Yep, are... he's got the tank helmet on. Yeah. We better get out of town. And you're like, why? Tank helmets are very popular right now. Tank oh. helmets are so in. This week, the slug has his own line of fragrances. The slug? Oh yeah, he's an established character from way back. Huh? Everyone knows the slug. Yeah. It's... What the fuck are you talking about? It's amazing. Ugh. Sorry though. Anyway. You draw cards and go over the thing that happens in a week. And then uh, there are a couple of optional, because I believe there's a Kickstarter behind this, um, or just the game jam involves some guests doing guest writing spots, because there are a number of... Well, yeah, this is the 2.0 of the game. Yes. Uh, They originally did the first one for the game jam, which, you know, always has a very limited time window for it, but then put up a Patreon and got, you know, people to... You know, put some money towards it, put out another edition, had some extra people write stuff. So they added what are effectively extra seasons, but they don't represent seasons necessarily as just other events that function in the same fashion. So, Well, yeah, because they call the like seasonal draws the oracle that you do for that season, so yes. they have other oracles. So oracles for things like uh, when you're, you, someone, you had to announce that someone from the town went on vacation, now you can play out what it meant for them to leave the town and what happened while they were out there. Yeah, what was... What happened on their journey? And you can draw some cards from any set you want and just go to the Oracle and be like, oh, I drew a two. I can say, like, 
Taking this journey has helped one of our townsfolk make an important decision. How do we celebrate their choice? Yeah, there's uh, another one for being played between two seasons, and then there's one that's like an epilogue. Yeah, there's the Sunset Oracle, which is the one that uses the Major Arcana from a tarot deck. Yeah, by the way, if you need a tarot deck, yeah, please consider the Dungeon Meister official tarot deck. I might be actually the Ultimate, the Ultimate RPG, RPG Tarot. God damn it. I hate that they keep crossing our brand streams. Oh, my brand stream. The Ultimate RPG Tarot deck. <laughs> I gotta available. go to the Palazzo and cross my brand streams, you know. <laughs> uh, I really hope that that is how that enters the, the, the verbal lexicon and not as... <laughs> The not paparazzi version of someone who takes a picture. Huh. But yeah, the uh, Ultimate RPG Tarot deck, available at anywhere fine books are sold, or just like Amazon or something, will get you a major arcana usable in this game and others. Indeed. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that is, normally at the end of the game, uh, everyone will just say like, oh, what was your favorite part of this? Uh, you know, what made you like the happiest? What was your best memory? What do you think is going on with the town? Whatever. You have, like, a little end-of-game coda. The Sunset Oracle lets you go, oh, and here's some weird stuff that happens. Yeah. Just some extra weird stuff. Like a cool wizard shows up in town and tells everyone they did a great job. Yeah. Oh, the townsfolk have been asleep for the whole year. How does the rest of the town catch them up? Yeah. Like, you know, maybe one of them was like a night elf druid or something, and he wakes up, and he's like, a slumber. <laughs> The Emerald Dream has told me <laughs> of the elements. I just like the idea, ever since our most recent expanded uni or expanded universe series, that everyone in World of Warcraft just says the thing. That's the, <laughs> the Emerald Dream. The Naru. The Light. <laughs> yeah, it's just that. And they just all walk around doing that to each other all the time. The Kirin Tor. <laughs> uh, but, uh... Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like we said, there is some optional rules for playing solo. If you want to just do like a, you know, draw a card once a day, you can do that. Mm -hmm. uh, you can also, if you want, make characters in the game. Yeah. If you want to make some like key townsfolk, you want, if you want there to be like an Isabel in your Animal Crossing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, this is very much got a lot of Animal Crossing in its DNA. Um, so definitely you do want to be able to create that one cat with heterochromia that everyone thinks is super sexy and tries to get the, get him to move to their town. You know, you want that kind of thing. I don't want that kind of thing. I want a capitalist raccoon. <laughs> don't you automatically get him no matter what? Of course. Yeah, I was going to say, that, that one's a guarantee. I thought, I mean, I've never actually played an Animal Crossing. I've only played a Harvest Moon, a Harvestella, and a Stardew Valley. Um, but my understanding was that you always get Tom Nook. And you can't. Oh yeah, Tom Nook shows up and is like, "You're in debt. Here's a house. Bye." Yeah, yeah. Deal with my bumbling nephews or whatever. I think. Yeah, the said. newest one. Yeah. And then there's also like a mole that yells at you about resetting the game. Yeah. And then Mr. Resetty. Yeah. And then everybody else is like a chance town person where you're like, "Oh, dude, sweet, a rare horse. I got the rare horse to live on my town for a while." Oh yeah. I mean the the latest Animal Crossing is a lot of that. Yeah. The because I only played the old Animal Crossing. Okay. And, uh, you know, that was much less about, like, trying to get certain people to move into a place. Tom Nook didn't have any nephews. Back in my day, when we animal crossed, it was pure. We weren't trying to make bells in the stock market. <laughs> we weren't trying to go to Elijah Wood's island so we could harvest his turnips. Yeah, we were all just hanging out, 
wait until Friday so Casey would show up and play us a nice song. Mm-hmm. And he did, and it was, uh, you know, why can't we be friends? Oh, wait, you mean Casey, the, the, the guitar-playing naked dog, and not Casey from the Sunshine Gang? Indeed. Okay, my bad. I only know that Casey because, like, you can drive past him in a Mario Kart game. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. That, that's a very, it's a very straightforward, very short game. So if this episode isn't necessarily an hour long, well, I hope you enjoy well, how... fuck you. I hope you enjoy huh? how cozy you and... You shit. No. You complaining no. fuck. I was trying to be nice. I was trying to do a nice thing. Ah. Uh, and here I am, not letting you do that uh. like some kind of asshole. <laughs> I hope you take this moment to reflect on family. I want to take this moment to reflect on my asshole. I've got this mirror... And really, it is important uh, to learn all about all the parts of yourself and how they work. You're yeah. just curious about how it goes down there. Yeah. Look, I just got to really get to know myself. Because yeah. I can't love someone else until I love myself. Exactly. In that. the butt. That's why I wear these fishing waders with the giant zipper from stem to back. <laughs> yeah. That's how I love myself. And if you want to love me, you need to accept that. Uh-huh. This giant zipper on there with like even the little zipper handles like the size of an orange. Yep. That thing's wild. You ever wonder, like, all the zippers in Kingdom Hearts. Uh-huh. What they look like when they're fully unzipped. Like, that one obviously looks I like... I mean, obviously Donald's hat. Donald's hat just straight up turns into a strip of cloth, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because that thing goes all the way around. Like, it's a spiral. It's a spiral yeah. of cloth. But, yeah, everyone's got a million zippers, and you never see them zip or unzip them. I mean, that's that's just anime, baby. That's yeah. the dude who wears 57 belts. Like, yeah, or like Tina What suit. is Lulu's problem? When she gets up in the morning, he's like, well, time to get dressed, and belt. And belt, and belt. <laughs> yeah, and that's gotta belt. be rough. <laughs> I, I like to think that Titus is living that like high school Boy Scout dream of buying that pair of zip-off cargo pants into shorts and undoing one of them and being like, "Aren't I clever? Look at, <laughs> the, look at, look! I've got one long sleeve and one short sleeve, one long pant. I think I'll have a very normal laugh about it." Yeah, that one. That's the laugh. Yep that that was the one. Uh-huh. No <laughs> other laugh. <laughs> Ah, oh, goodness. What <laughs> so, a wonderful, shaggy, cozy game. We're actually doing fine on time, so let me go ahead and ask you, John, what was your favorite thing about this shaggy, cozy little game called Cozy Town? Which is not actually shaggy at all. It was quite tight. It was well written. So tight. Yeah. I love, my favorite thing is how tight it is. <laughs> no. No, wait. No, bag it up. Wait, hold on. Okay. Back in the pool. <laughs> cool uh, off with the pigs. Yep, go back to the pay pigs. <laughs> uh, there's, I mean... Most of this is great. I do, for the best thing in it, because I'm trying to, like, narrow it down, because it's all just good. Yeah. Uh, a living with you. <laughs> oh, ow. I do like the option of the two different things when you pull a card for the Oracle. For the uh, Ace through Ten, at least, in the suits, when you're doing the seasonal things, the fact that you get two options when you pull a card, I do like that. Because I've, at this point, I've seen a lot of modern games that do the pull-a-card answer thing. Shit, the game I made has a pull-a-card answer thing. Mm -hmm. Having two different questions you can answer is nice just in case you, you know, the first one you're like, oh, I don't actually like that. Yeah. Or I don't want to answer something like that. Or we've, because there are, what, 92 different questions it asks, sometimes you get some overlap. Like, there are at least a couple different ones where it's like, Something breaks down in town. How does the town come together to fix it? And you're like, oh, if you already answered one of those, you can just go, oh, I'll do the other one. Yeah, absolutely. So I like that. 
Yeah, that's very fair. Um, I think that's a good one. Yeah, you're right. The, the, the game has so little to it that picking a thing and saying this is my favorite feels like no matter what you say, you're going to describe the entire game. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with the consistent reminders to not try to turn the town into your nightmare dystopia. Yes. Edgelord. Uh, Mark Millar wrote this style bullshit. Or yeah. Garth Ennis. Pick your, pick your guy. I mean, even in the like Oracle options where there, something bad happens, it's like, there's a silly sickness going around. Yeah. What kind of funny thing do you have to do to cure it? Like even the little, the, the, like I was saying, the thank you about those book section at the very back was like, it's it was an interesting mental exercise that I consistently have to do for myself to learn how to write about things that exist without lack or need. And I was like, you know, on the one hand, the cynical part of me is like, why? That's not a useful thing to learn how to write about because it's not a thing that could exist. Ah. Um, but on the other hand, I was like, but it is really good mental exercise. And you're right. I, I, I agree with that. And it is a worthwhile thing to bend your time towards to learn how to do that sort of thing just so you can kind of examine what that sort of space would would look like. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, it, we spend so much time coming up with fantastical worlds and interesting magic that being able to go like, yeah, but what if capitalism didn't exist? Yeah. And people are like, can't, can't possibly, no, don't want to. That would never be a thing. So, so yeah, I, I, I appreciate that. What would you say is your least favorite thing? Uh, I... It's those pigs. <laughs> fucking pigs. Honestly, probably my least favorite thing is the townsfolk's suggestion that you shouldn't have humans, where I was like, Why? I can I can have humans in here. Like, it's very minor, but as soon as it was like, nah, don't have people. Have, like, weird plant guys. I'm like, fuck you, I want humans. Yeah, it'd be kind of funny if it was like, no humans, unless they're, like, little little blobos. Like, you know, some CalArts bee and puppy cat type shit. <laughs> then you can have as many of them little tongue-up blorbos as you want. Ah. Little little uh, Steven Universes or whatever running around. Just Oh, yeah, just... baby, give me that tongue-up blorbo. <laughs> <laughs> 50 bucks, same as in town. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I was waiting for. I know. <laughs> My tongue up Blorbo would kill you. <laughs> oh, I'm going into Blorbo, and I need your strongest tongue up. <sighs> we can't. God damn it. Anyway, that's the like minorest nitpick I have. What is yours? I mean, mine's almost going to be the same thing, because th this game, there's really not enough here for it to have gone wrong in any way. Uh, I would say I think there's a little bit of an overuse of the terminology cozy and so on, where it's like, don't do anything unless it's cozy. What a cozy little thing. I was like, I, you know, a few more synonyms or a few more concepts. Although, it's, you know, again, it's a super minor nitpick because this game is purpose driven. It's got yes. one goal it's going for. So for me to be like, I wish it also had sarcastic big head mode enabled. <laughs> what if turbo was always on? Do you have a cheat code? What if I do the Konami code? What is that? What about it's, slaps only? It's rude for... yeah. <laughs> No odd job, slaps only. <laughs> well, how come this game doesn't have that? Yeah. Why isn't this game Goldeneye? <laughs> That's my biggest how complaint. How come I can't play as an obvious facsimile of President Bill Clinton? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no humans. Yeah, so. Well, no. Just Italians. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're Italians. Or CalArts Italians. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yes. My favorite CalArts Italian, James DeBlorbo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you quit it with that talk, or you're going to be tongue up. <laughs> tongue up from the flung up. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I do wish there had been more synonyms. I suppose that's the wor the meanest thing I could possibly say about this game I don't want to say anything mean about, because it was cute and adorable. There you go. Would you play this? Oh, hell yeah, I would play this. Mm -hmm. This is 
a great one-shot game because it's, you know, meant to be played in a few hours. Yeah. And so having a game like this be like, hey, did you want to kill some time in between stuff like at a con Mm -hmm. when you just have some friends around? Fucking great. You don't need a whole bunch of stuff to do it. You just need a deck of cards. If you've got that, you're good to go. I don't like your language. I'd prefer to snuggle up adorably with some time. No, I'd like to fuck time in its ass. Well, you can do that in a loving way as well. (laughs) No, there's no love here. (laughs) (laughs) They know what this is. Time, this is about power. (laughs) Batman. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a joke for James. (laughs) There you go, James. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, I think I'd also probably play this. I'd have a really hard time playing it. If I'm being very honest, and I am, Mm -hmm. uh, I am just too... Fucking Look, I get it. Reading through it, cynical. there was a part of me that was like, not having a thing where it was like, oh, and then a whatever comes into town. What happens? And obviously my knee-jerk reaction is like, oh, something awful. Yeah. <laughs> and then Every I'm time. like, no, stop it. Yeah. We, we both have this like comedy brain poisoning from, from <laughs> I mean, I can't even blame the show because there's a reason we started it. And yeah. it's because we both talk like this normally, all the time. All the time. So... So, yeah, we might not be the best people to play it with unless you got two more guys like us. <laughs> if you want to have a group of guys like us. Yeah. Just a bunch of crazy guys like us. Just a bunch of just a bunch of guys, you know, yeah. hanging out. Just dudes being guys. Just guys being dudes, you know. What what could be better? Yeah. And we'd also accept some ladies as long as they're cool guys. <laughs> as long as they're cool guys and they are cool with being dudes, then ladies can come. <laughs> they are. They have to be. Remember when we got yelled at by some our one of our Canadian friends because we do use dude as gender neutral? Because we are Californian. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they were like, fuck, it's true. You actually do say it in a gender-neutral fashion. Yes, it's true. <laughs> it It's poisoned my brain. It has happened. <laughs> and I was like, fine, I'll stop calling you that, dude. <laughs> All right, Shit, dude. Hang oh, on. I'm sorry. Next time, dude. Next time. Okay. Dude, my bad. One more try. Let's do this one out. <laughs> All right. So we both play the wonderful game. Yay. Uh, otherwise... We got to do a little cleanup here at the end of the show. As always, I do want to thank everybody for listening. If you would like to hear the bonus content for this show, it's going to be a little more different than usual. Usually, it's a certain it's the same amount of different. This time, it's going to be a different amount of different than a normal. Different amount of same. Yeah, uh, because we obviously well, you, there is a little bit of rules for character creation. It's mostly just like come up with a cool little guy. Hey, there's a guy in your town. Put it's bl- still put a little Blorbo in there. Yeah, the game is still like even if you come up with a named person in town. You should still be looking at it from, like, bird's eye view. Yeah, it's like you're coming up with a sim from The Sims. Oh, Not even that. More like a sim from SimCity. Yes. Yeah. Like, look, you can name the mayor of town, but that's fine. That doesn't really matter. Whatever. Peabody booble butt. (laughs) Uh, See, now I'm just going back to the whole town as mafia and having, like, the Don. You're like, ah, yes, this is Don booble butt. (laughs) I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse, because no one ever refuses offers. Everything's very nice. It's, it's a good offer. You shouldn't refuse it. But if you do, it's fine. It's I'll fine. feel a little bad, but it's all right. <laughs> it hurts me in my booble butts. Here, on this, the day of my daughter's wedding. <laughs> every day is the day of my daughter's wedding. She gets married every day. <laughs> She's a big polygamist, my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a poly- polyamorous daddy. Then quit marrying different people. That's polygamy. <laughs> Labels sicken me. <laughs> you sicken me, and I love you. <laughs> I love you as well. I'm sorry. I have a silly disease that makes me say things sicken me. I have a silly disease. <laughs> so, 
So, uh, you know, that's going to be over at System Mastery. <laughs> no, it's not. It's going to be at Patreon.com slash System Mastery. Not at SystemMasteryPodcast.com, which is our regular website. But if you want to hear the bonus content, you can get that at the $2 level over at our Patreon. Patreon.com slash System Mastery. This time we're probably going to make a whole ass town and even play through a season. Just because it'll be the way to fill the time and make it make it worth your while. Yes, indeed. Uh, as always, if you want more bonus content than that, I'm not going to stop you. I can see you're walking there. And all you got to do to get that extra content is give us a little bit more money. Just yeah. a little. Just a little bit. $4 more gets you, or $2 more to the $4 level gets you the Star Wars bonus content. Or right now, the World of Warcraft bonus content. Hell that can't yeah. be right. Uh, and then also, 10 bucks gets you everything. You get the whole, you get a half and half. You get the whole deal at 10 bucks. <laughs> Uh, you get you get the Ginsu knives. You get a TV mastery. You get a uh, silver bullet. You get the silver the silver bullet in case there's werewolves. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna use this thing that chops up vegetables to kill a, a werewolf. A slap chop? Yeah, you're gonna use a, a silver bullet. Oh, you're gonna use a slap chop to kill werewolves. I mean, it can do anything. It makes an egg salad in like no time at all. Is that yeah, well, to... here's the thing. Werewolves are famously allergic to egg salad. It's so true. I'm going to make some egg salad and then they'll eat it and then they'll die. I'm listening to that Weasley little sham wow guy about this. He's no Billy Mays, but he is like, look at this. See, I got big salsa. He's, he's no Billy Mays, but he is Weasley. <laughs> I wouldn't trust that guy as far as I can throw him. Billy Mays, on the other hand, is dead. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. How cozy. I know. So cozy. Well, you know, he's in a better place. It's very cozy. A very cozy place. Yeah, he's in a very cozy, better place. Hell, because of the things he did in life. <laughs> he knows. He didn't. He, we, he didn't talk about them much, but he knows. He knows. He knows why he's there. So, ten bucks a month unlocks everything over there at the Patreon. Billy Mays is dead. Thank you so. <laughs> why did I do that? <laughs> Woo! We're having a we're having a good one today. It's a great day. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, you know, just support us any way you can. Go to Patreon, support us there, write and re- review, or write a review for us somewhere where you found our show, buy our fine books or products. Yeah, write a review for the book. Go on. Hell, even if you didn't buy the book, just go give our books five stars on Amazon. Yeah. Give our just books be a- like, this book cured everything wrong with me mm-hmm. and gave me a dollar. <laughs> mine, mine came with a dollar in it. Will yours? <laughs> mine came with five diamonds. <laughs> My book came with one of the Chaos Emeralds, and now I am hunted. (laughs) It's Knuckles. He's after me. (laughs) Luckily, I am a sexy bat, so he's confused about it. (laughs) I can tell he is confused about it, because he keeps singing about it. He's got this rap going. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you again real soon with yet more exciting System Mastery content. Until we do, have a good one. (laughs) 